Hey, don't let me over, no one no kisses and hoes. All I wanna do is run my money, yo. I swear I'm doing my best. Sometimes just seem like my best, I ain't no no. I feel my back against the wall. How you grabbing me when you supposed to be my dog? I feel it mean it's the world, but every time I win, I feel like I lost. Good afternoon, world. This is Word on the Sideline. I'm your host, Deontay Kelly. How you guys doing today? So today we got a special guest, um, athlete. He used to play Division three football. He's also my cousin, and he has a fitness app that he would like to talk about. So keep please introduce yourself. Hello, 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 world. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be talking to all you all, talking to you all. My name is Stefan Singleton. Um, as you said, I I was a student athlete. I went to Widener University, played all four years, um, studied business with a concentration in human resources. And yeah, it's been all good. I say so quick question. So what position did you play when you was playing at Wagner? I played at cornerback. Okay. Do you have any particular people that you patterned your game around, like people that you love watching growing up? Yeah, of course. I love Darrell Reeves growing up, um, but he is a lot bigger than me, stronger than me. So that for me, I couldn't pattern my game after him. I patterned my game after Brick Grimes. He's a smaller corner, athletic, kind of fast very smart so um his stature was more like mine so it was easier for me to patent my game after someone like him uh opposed to Darrell Reeves but Darrell Reeves is my favorite corner but like I said I patent my game after Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes he was a good player played for Miami Dolphins Pro Bowl or All Pro that was a good that's a good choice so he's a beast yeah I love Brent Grimes growing up but Quick question: Why? Um, what made you fall in love with the sport of football, and how was it being a student athlete? How difficult it was, so you can give my crowd like how hard it was being a student athlete. So for me, I started playing football when I was seven years old. Honestly, uh, my dad loves football; that's his passion. Um, so as soon as he got the opportunity, he put me right into the game. My first practice, I got kicked in the eye. My eye was swollen. I couldn't practice for about three weeks. And he felt like he made the wrong decision putting me in. But um, as soon as I got at the day after I got kicked in the eye, I was asking to go back to practice. And he knew at that point that it was going to be a long career for me. And I and I really love the game. So um, ever since then, I really fell in love with football. Um, it was started with me watching him watching on TV, us watching the games together. I can remember when I was younger, I didn't understand the game so much, but I just knew my dad was passionate about it. So it, it really made me want to play the game. Um, but to your second question, being a student athlete was tough um, because I went to a Division three school, but my coaches wanted to run the program like we were D1. So football was everything. Although we did, they, they put a lot into our schoolwork, but it wasn't like, all right, y'all go to school and not worry about football. It was like, no, y'all get everything y'all done, everything y'all need done, go to tutoring, go to study hall. But football is football. If you can't juggle both, then you don't, you don't belong on the team. So figure out a happy medium between school and football was definitely tough, but you really become, you get into a system, you get your routine. You know, you start to have your practice times, your study hall times, your tutoring times, and then you get your class schedule. And once you start to get into a routine, it gets a little easier for you. 
Right. That's a good question because you know a lot of people that I watch, my audience, they grow up. A lot of people I know grow up, they want to be these professional athletes. They want to go to school and play football, basketball, all these sports, but they don't realize the work, the grind you put into it. And they don't realize you're a student too, not just an athlete. And that's leads to a lot of people failing. Personally, I know I didn't go to school to play football. I wasn't a student athlete, but I know a lot of people that were student athletes, but also failed. And they didn't realize how hard it was to juggle sports and football. Of course, because the workload is different on you. You know, like the coach, like I said, the coaches expect a lot from you. And you also have to keep your grades up. And everybody on the team are different majors. You have some chem majors. You have some uh, nursing and doctors. And you have everything across the board, business, physical therapists. And different programs can be tough. So if you don't really, if you don't know how to manage your time, then it's going to be all downhill. And it's it's different from high school or middle school where you have someone telling you to do your work. You have to turn in your assignments. You have to do this. You have to do that. You're on your own. So if you do your work, you do your work. If you don't, you don't. But you also won't pay a consequence for not doing your work. So just finding that time management and really having to grow up and be mature and, and get the work done is tough. I understand it. So we're going to get to a good question. So are you a big football fan? Are you an NFL college fan still? I really don't watch a lot of college, honestly, weirdly. Um, after I graduated, I, I kind of stopped watching a lot of college football until, you know, it started to uh, get to the NCAA playoffs, whatever. And that's when I started to pick it back up. But I watch NFL all the time. I'm definitely a big NFL fan. So give me here's another thing give me your top five corners in the league today and then give me your favorite three corners not favorite three the best corners and you have to rank them of all time in your opinion of all time you can pick which one you want to do first okay so my top five corners all time and then what was the second one the top five corners a today's game, and then your top three corners of all time. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say I'm going to go today's game. I'm going to go Jalen Ramsey. That's a nice one. He's in my um, number one. Stephon Gilmore. He's in my number two. Um, <sighs> Jair Alexander had a really good year. All right, I like I like that one. People sleep on him because he played for Green Bay, and they're not the best defense. But Jair Alexander is a game changer. Exactly. Uh, this is tough. I like Marcus uh, Marshawn Lattimore for the Saints. Okay, that's a good one. Um, and Mar- Marlon Humphrey's having he's been putting some 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 good years together. But then you got Xavier Howard for the, for the Dolphins. You got Byron Jones from the Dolphins, too. Marvin Jones, he was hurt last year. It get get real tough. You forgot one person I got in my top five, um, and I'll replace Marshawn Lattimore with, and I'll say Tredavious White from Buffalo. See, that's another good one. I like the corners this year. He he fly under the radar, but he's extremely good. I said I like the corner. I like, in my opinion, the corners now, it was deep when I was – 
watching it like with the Champ Bailey's, Charles Woodson, Tyler, a lot of them it was deep, but now it's getting difficult because Jalen Ramsey, it, I like him because he's a big physical guy and he could play his own. I like Stephon Gilmore because, in my opinion, he's the best bump and run guy in the league till this day. And Xavier Howard, he's just a ball hawk. So it gets hard when you pick now, but who's your top three of all time, in your opinion? I didn't get to watch Deion Sanders and everybody growing up, so I got a different outlook and take on him. So Right, of course. I mean, highlights and everything is a little different, but uh, I would have to say Darrell Revis. He's my all-time. Uh, I'm going to go Champ Belly. Okay, that's a good one. Um, who am I putting at three? See, Charles Wilson went from corner to safety. I, that's hard with me. I always use him just as a defensive back. So when I'm talking about okay. defensive backs, I use Charles Woodson. But you got Ty Law. You have Asante Samuel. You have a good amount of people. I don't know who I want to put three. I don't know who I want to put three. That's 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 tough for you me. You got right Rich now. Sherman in his prime. You got a good amount of people. No, it is a lot of people. That's the problem. Uh, that is crazy. Um, because growing up, my position was receiver, so I love watching receivers. So my receiver line is like when I look at people, I look at the people that gave people the worst troubles, like the most trouble when people say, you got Champ Bailey, you got Asante Samuel, you got Darrell Revis, you have Charles Woodson. Those guys are number one traveling corners. Antonio Cromartie, I'm, a lot of people. Yeah, I'm going to just go with Charles Woodson. That's what I'm going to do. I'll give you that. I'll give you, I'll give you that. Charles. I'll give you that. But I say all if those – if I need to change it later in the conversation, I'll do that. But I'm going to go Charles Woodson. Yeah, Charles Woodson, that's a good pick. You can never go wrong with Charles Woodson. Defensive player of the year, he was a beast at Oakland and Green Bay. So He's so and, smart. He's so smart. He's a beast. And Champ Bailey was another guy. Like A lot of people don't talk about Champ Bailey a lot, but it, he flew under the radar. He was a monster. It's really wild to me that he don't get the recognition that he deserves. Yeah, because for a long time he was the best corner in football. Yeah, I'll say he. I'll say he was, and then Darrell Revis came. And after Darrell Revis peaked, then I say Richard Sherman. Then after Sherman, it's a toss I mean, up now. Right. See, when Richard Sherman was doing it, it was still some other people out there too. Like Richard, Richard was kind of in there with, with Revis. So you know they always used to have a back and forth for. You don't travel with everybody. He's his own corner. You only play one side and everything like that. And then you also had Patrick Peterson, who was just flying under the radar. Because I he forgot was about him. That's player. my bad. That's my bad. Patrick Peterson, really he's, good. A, he's a really good. I like how he's going. I want to see how he's going to be with, with the Vikings because he's going to have Harrison Smith back there. He's going to have a pass rush. So he's going to he's gonna be good. He's going to be on a number one player. I like Patrick Peterson, though. Yeah, I, I think I think I think he's gonna do really well there. I'm excited to see his uh, how his season go for sure. He's like, so who's your favorite team though? Who you go for? Are you an Eagles guy? I'm a. <laughs> see, I live in Philly. <laughs> you know, this is gonna be very controversial, but I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh man, come on! But see, listen, let me explain. Let me explain. The thing about it is, as I told you. 
my love of the game came from my dad. And my dad is a Cowboys fan. So naturally, it just happened that way. You know, it just happened. It is what it is. I understand. It's a lot of things people say. I grew up down south in Arkansas. I should be a Saints fan, but I'm a diehard Los Angeles Chargers guy. It's because uh, I fell in love with the game watching Ladanian Thompson. That's my all-time favorite player. And then mm-hmm. I just never looked back ever since. My dad's a Cowboys fan. He taught me how to let a game, too, but I could never go to the Cowboys. They got a good okay. roster, though. It just – I don't know what's up – what be up with them. Dak, he's good. You got Zeke. I think if they run the ball more or if they focus on their defense because their secondary – their pass rush is okay. I like their pass rush, and I like their run. It's just their secondary – it's just very confusing, but it is. Yeah, like this. They just need a – but I like the Dan Quinn, but the only thing about it is his scheme. His scheme is – he got – when I look in the draft, he looked like he got big corners. So his scheme is going to be good, but I don't know because Dan Quinn, he was on the Falcons, and the Falcons was just an offensive-minded team. He wasn't a defensive-minded team. So I got faith in I think y'all can win y'all division. Don't get me wrong. I think y'all the best team in y'all division because I got the best quarterback. But hopefully, the thing about it. is we look good on paper every year. So <laughs> that paper doesn't get it done anymore. Like we need to start having results. Like it, it always look good. Paper Cowboys is always one of the top teams coming in every year, and all this and that. And yeah, we just haven't played like it. It's it's trash. But you know, you take Dan Quinn from the Falcons. And you look at their defense last year, and their defense was trash. So I'm not really <laughs> excited about having Dan Quinn. You, I, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to see how this goes. He's like, but y'all offense gonna be hot power. Y'all could have made it to the playoffs last year if Dak was there, because y'all oh, offense, sure. y'all offense was putting numbers up even without Dak. Yeah, but we spotted everybody 30 points before we decided to play football. So. That's true. Well, I said, but y'all good. So tell us, tell the world about your app, about your fitness app. Okay, so my fitness app is called WellFit360. It is for users to have access to at-home and gym workouts, and we also offer nutritional tips. Uh, We have cooking tutorials on there um, and something called the Uplift Room, which I'm really excited about. The Uplift Room is for people who have been struggling with their fitness journey. You know, a lot of people feel like they're the only ones struggling, but... You know, that's the first thing from the truth. There's a lot of people struggling with their journey. So I want people to build a community, feel, have a safe space to talk about their struggles, get it out there, and find people who are like-minded, who are also struggling with their fitness journey, but also find people who have been through what they've been, what they're going through, and, you know, uplift them, give them positive uh, feedback, inspire them, and really just build a positive community. That's what it's all about. I want fitness to be a positive community and for people to feel safe, feel, feel free to talk about what they're going through and and just and just get it done, you know, because fitness is not just about one day or two days or just being the strongest or being the fastest. It's really about feeling good, it's about longevity, it's about a lifestyle. So that's really what it's about, building a community, um, inspiring people, um, allowing them to see different workouts and work out wherever they want, whether it's at home or the gym. 
Like, that's good, but I say, because fitness is a big thing. And a lot of people, I know, like, in this country, like, obesity is a thing. And then a lot of people, due to COVID, because I know, like, for me and my looking at Army, due to COVID, all the gyms and stuff are closed. So we have to figure out workouts on our own. We have to think about nutritional plans. Like, eating is a big thing with nutrition, getting the right proper proteins, electrolytes, fatty acids, and all. And... Like people don't realize fitness is a very important thing, even for an athlete, just for people in general. Just fitness is a really important thing. And I'm glad and I'm happy that you're putting this app and putting this platform out because fitness is a big thing. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that for sure. Definitely, I, I appreciate it. And it's something that I've been working on for a very long time. Um, I had to idea for about five years but i ran into some financial tr- troubles and different obstacles so one thing i'll definitely say is whatever you want to do just stick to it keep it going the road might not be easy but you're going to get it done so it's been a long road for me like i said but i'm very very happy that all my ideas and my imagination came to life and i was able to put what i had on paper into the app and now it's just Letting it continue to grow. Letting it continue to grow. My launch was good. My launch was successful. There are people on the app um, getting great feedback, and I just look look forward to the long journey. Okay. I know me and my girlfriend, we're going to gladly invest in it. I recommend everybody to invest in it. If you guys want to know about it, I'll put it up on my Instagram today and what are silence, and I'll put it in my personal. I also will put it on my Instagram. I'll also put it in my Facebook personal and word on the sidelines group so you guys get in the app and support please thank you i appreciate that and i look forward to everybody joining the family i appreciate that well stefan i'm not gonna waste your time any much longer i appreciate you for the interview i appreciate for everything that you're saying about how it is being a student athlete your outlooks your um your game who patterns your game and everything just telling us a little bit about yourself and please get that app so i'll talk to you later Stefan, and I appreciate everything. And this is Word on the Sidelines, and I'm your host, Deontay Kelly, and you guys have a wonderful day.